Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. It's been a slow day. (laughs) 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 Got to slow everything down and make sure I get all those letters right. Exactly. Um, This week, I hope to be crossing my fingers that I'm going to be an agent of Storm Day. Snowy torrents on roads may demand a Yahoo. <laughs> you turn into Nick hoping... Fury when you drive? Yes. Yes. I'm just hoping. Our our board has decided now. They're saying it's just for this year because of COVID, blah, blah, blah. But now that they've learned that we can teach from home with our Google Classrooms, right. I realized, oh, we can with now them? safely call for a snow day and kids can still learn. And I'm saying learn in quote marks, but, you yeah. know, they can. Because in the past, our board has always canceled the buses to be safe, but kept all the schools open right? so that people can have the best of both worlds. They can have their babysitting, but they can also keep the kids home if they choose to, or they can send them to school and have an empty school. Like they've got the options, but now, now they don't have to worry about that. They can just close this. They can just cancel buses. And when buses are canceled, schools will be closed, but teachers will teach virtually from online at home. How do they switch over to that? Like, cause it, I mean, I guess I guess last year there was a lot of working out of the who has the technology to be able to do stuff at home and and that sort of thing. But yeah, this year, um, this year they've made sure that anyone who is chosen to uh, stay home to like any of our virtual students, they've made sure that they have tech. Um, of course, yeah, but 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 the ones that are in school, the ones that are in school that would be stuck at home because of a snow day, yeah, they haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they've they've, I think they've made little blibber blabbers about it, about they'll try to make sure that students have. I mean, but I mean, it in practical real terms, they're not. They're not going to have tech. I mean, unless they already have yeah. tech at home. And I mean, most people do. Right. Yeah. No, it's a. Um, I just because I remember them calling around uh, last like last April, like, OK, do you have something that you can do yes. this with? And, you, yeah. you know, and that that sort of thing. And uh, and I mean, if it's for a day, it's probably not a not a, a big as big a hardship. But it's, no. uh, you know, I um. I've been Honestly. helping out at the school. Oh, yeah. no, go ahead. No, I, I, I was just going to say, I've been helping out at the uh, school for a couple of weeks now. To get, they, they were short on, uh, on, uh, lun- on lunch, lunchroom monitors. So I've, I've popped up and, uh, and helped out in, in, the, in the primary wing. Um, you know, the, so I'm back and forth between a couple of rooms. And, of course, the one that I'd want to spend more time, which is Sarah's classroom, yeah, yeah. Is you know they they're like quiet. They do what they're supposed to do, and uh, <laughs> and, and so it's the other class. It's a, yeah, it's the other class is a disaster. And um, <laughs> um, but but today was a was an indoor recess day, and it was like oh, no kidding. 
you know, it's <laughs> like I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're rough. And, and, I, and I was just thinking of like, you know, sort of the, the managing the the changeover because it's been, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I mean, we, you and I have talked a lot about sort of what the what the all these differences are. But it was my first sort of uh, last week was kind of my first sort of um, firsthand, like being in the school and um, and and especially, you know, with the with sort of the the primary uh, wing wing of it, just like you know, like they, they, you know, they don't get it. Right. So it's the, uh, you know, it's like, all right, guys, while you're eating your lunch, you got to face forward. And, and one of the kids today, it's like, you know, there was a little piece of food that flew out of his mouth. And, uh, and I'm like, so did you see how far that went? <laughs> like, you get it? Do you get it now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So no, it's, uh, that's, you know, that's, that is one of the things that we're, that we're seeing with this, right. Is that it, that, now people realize, oh, that thing we didn't think we could do, we can do now. Yeah. And honestly, I think the board is just kind of looking. Well, I mean, yes, they're going to. Well, they speak out of both sides of their mouth. They, they will want <laughs> learning to happen. But yeah. I think they will also be understanding that snow days can happen. Like snow days can still happen even if we're learning from. Right. Home. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's. Yeah. I mean, my art lessons are already to go tomorrow if if I have to be at home, and it'll be snow angels and snowmen and snow art and get outside and play art, you know? <laughs> yeah, there exactly. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Actually, no, well, I mean, as the art teacher, you have that luxury. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. That's true. You know, it's like uh, uh, the other day we connected our printer to our Alexa. And no. um, and it's like, oh, I can print off math. It's a, it's like you can print off math worksheets. And Sarah was yay, and Ella was like, oh, great. And uh, and and so Sarah's like, Daddy, can you print us off some math worksheets? And it's like, well, I guess I have to now. <laughs> and so she's and sitting like... there, yeah. And Ella's just like, shut. Up. <laughs> Someone's gonna take a pair of scissors to the cord, and I don't know what happened, Dad. <laughs> yeah, it must it was, have been was, Phoebe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh God, it was so funny. It was just the the, uh, and then she's sitting there at at the breakfast table doing her math worksheet on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna pass. That's not gonna last yeah. long. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah no no she'll get over it very quickly but uh you know today it was like can you get it to print me a puzzle and uh, i had go. it print i had it print her off a maze and the maze was tough <laughs> 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 and and she's like can i just color it and i'm like yeah knock yourself out <laughs> <laughs> it's your maze do what you want exactly but yeah see for us snow days it's like the school is so close it, it you know it's like Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, Jan's at, at back home again now, too, because uh, right. her her office is in Peel. And, um, oh, they, they're uh, locked down. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and they actually closed the office before that. Uh, you know, they, they a good couple of weeks ahead of it. They were just like, it's going to happen. So why don't we just get ahead of it now? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Some fun. Well, folks, I, um, without it being a, a snow day yet, 
um, I um, find myself instead, you know, planning ahead for, uh, you know, Christmas is coming and normally I'm all about the um, waiting until like December 15th to do any decorating and stuff. But, you know, <laughs> this year is for shopping. <laughs> and I just think, you know, for, yeah, right. And uh, <laughs> like, it's not, it ain't special if you don't, if it goes for too long. But this year, I'm just like, everybody just needs to do what makes them happy. So yeah. we're going to, we're going to do yep. the tree thing uh, this weekend. And I, I went out today and I already bought the turkey. Um, oh wow! And, you know, and it's uh, it, you know, because I I remember you know going a little later ar- around uh, around Canucks giving, and um, <laughs> and because we didn't have the big turkey dinner until the week after uh, with 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 Jan's parents, and uh, and and of course it was like after the fact it was like oh man it was slim pickings, and uh, so you know today they're you know they're just starting to trot them out turkey trot. Uh, for the, um, um, uh, you know, for the, uh, for, for the Christmas holiday. And, uh, so, so I decided let's just get this out of the way. So I am the director of Fetal's Giz, which of course is short for Gizzard. Fetal's Giz, in, in honor of our main character for the, for the last week and the next few weeks, um, I, 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 uh, I'm finding extra enormous turkey. And lightning schedules, getting it <laughs> zealously zeroed. It's in the freezer. So yes, uh, fetal's gives. And um, <laughs> and so you know, Jan, you know, Jan's been like putting stuff on the uh, on the uh, the shopping list. It's just like, why don't we spread out the cost of it as well? And uh, and so uh, so so then I came back with this today, and she's like. Yeah, we're so on the same page with this. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, you know, because uh, I was envious, Al, of you guys having, uh, having your turkey day. And because, mm-hmm. uh, man, I love me some turkey. And, uh, and you know, I, I only do it a couple of times a year. There's the odd occasion where we've decided, let's do American Thanksgiving, too. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks in a row. Two months yeah. in a row. Well, yes. Two months in a row. Exactly. Three months when you get down to it, because then we well, do it yeah. again for Christmas, right? That's right. You do it for Christmas and, too. Uh, yeah. And Jan's like, well, yeah. Then maybe we don't need to have turkey for for Christmas. And I'm like, woman, please. <laughs> no, the best. No, the thing about that is you get to uh, alternate the sides. So if you have too many sides to have, you're like, well, we can have these at our Thanksgiving. This is one hundred percent. And then yeah. these at Christmas. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and so like, you know, years ago, I got when we did uh, the the double Thanksgiving, I actually got um, Darren to send uh, his sweet potato recipe down because, you know, it's like, let's, let's do it. uh, Let's, let's use some, some, uh, some Southern recipes, shall we? And um, eh, they had a lot of those baby marshmallows, though. So I don't know. Ew. No, no. I grew up with that, but I had. Oh, is that right? Oh yeah, I grew up with the mom's marshmallows. Oh. But my wife makes the one with the pecans, so I had that for. uh, That was part of my lunch today. And that's funny. That was that was Travis the other week. Was was when it was like the pecans or marshmallows, and and for Travis, it's like why not both? Yeah, I'm for both too. But yeah, yeah, okay, I get you. I get you. Yeah, I, I I um. I, I, you know, I, I feel about marshmallows the same way that, that Michael Grabois feels about pickles. Um, and five years later, um, <laughs> <laughs> I like those too. 
<laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, there you go. But I'm I'm fine with pickles and fiery later, but marshmallows I uh Yeah. Yeah. We, we we get we get a big pack every year for camping for making s'mores and everyone kind of taps out on the s'mores early and we still have like this this bag of now stale marshmallows sometime around fall. march we're like oh we got to get rid of these <laughs> it's not just one giant marshmallow yeah exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> anyway over to you sir well this week this might sound bad but it's good this week i am an agent of debt Oh. deleting enormous bills today because oh. so the other week i mentioned my grandmother passed away and mm-hmm. she was uh only her birthday would have been the 20th so she would have been 101 so she was almost there so i mean she moved out of her house like 25 years ago or so yeah and she's been living in an apartment and then renting other you know staying in other places and the house she was living in now she was renting so i mean considering the fact she was living in brooklyn and new jersey not mm-hmm. cheap no no so if, if anyone's even thought about anything from her afterwards, we kind of figured it would be some kind of clown figurine because apparently she was part <laughs> oh, of the generation no. that you had to get all those clown things. And she has plenty. And my wife is not Dear. thrilled about me picking something to, to bring it. And she's like, why? But yeah, she had the pictures too. It was like that whole clown nook from The Good Place, but the entire house. Oh, God. The clown nook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's so funny. Apparently. Grandma was a little saver. <laughs> and there was money for everybody. Wow. Wow. And, I mean, the reason we moved, me and Kim moved down to Jer- Florida from Jersey is because, well, we were in too much debt. <laughs> and we had to move somewhere that was going to be a lot easier to manage life <laughs> and still pay off that debt. <laughs> so you could blend money. in and the debt collectors couldn't find you, I guess. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> I'm imagining Al like the Joker went in uh, Killing Joke with the Hawaiian shirt. And the... That's right. <laughs> Starting a whole new life. <laughs> Actually, her father was wearing that on Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, we still have plenty. I mean, that whole thing, I think I mentioned it when my our old uh, dog, the, the white dog I used to have, Doyle, passed away about a year mm-hmm. or so ago. But he had died like four or five years earlier and then mm-hmm. came back to life. Yeah. That was not cheap. No, we're talking several grand. Oh, yeah. Oh, I bet. And that wasn't the only debt we have. Well, it's now, thanks to my grandmother, it is now officially paid off. Oh, that's lovely. All gone. We just have the regular, you know, the mortgage and like a car payment, but nothing crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but those, those are, those aren't, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Those are uh, ongoing expenses. Yeah. We've paid it off and there's still a little bit left over. So we are very happy about that. Oh, that's good. That's that is good. good. Uh-huh. It is a nice feeling to go, oh, that's all paid. Uh, for sure. Go away. Yes. Yes. So for sure. For once, I'm happy about debt. Because it's gone. Because <laughs> it's totally That is the way out. to be happy about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. All righty. Well... Lobo is also not in debt, I don't think, because he's hunting his bastiches and stuff. I don't think he would care anyway. <laughs> Always with the bastiches. <laughs> That's right. Maybe That's the right. Like going after him? Hell no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. All right, so we're looking at issue two, I think. Yes. I think it's issue yes, two. Yes, we are, yeah. 
And it's got Lobo on the cover, beating up a bunch of dudes, one of whom kind of has a plastic man face, one of whom kind of has a Captain Boomerang type face, sort of. And then, you know, just assorted other dudes. I like the guy he's punching with the Batman tank top. Or <laughs> yeah, exactly. Top. The, the mid belly shirt. <laughs> yeah, the belly shirt. And I love that there's like some args and some oofs and <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. sa- sound effects on uh, on covers tend to be a bit of a lost art. So it's nice to see them uh, in it's their full true. Glory. They're making a comeback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So we dive in. This is I don't think I don't think my copy has got credits, but it's. Uh, written by Giffen and Grant, or just Giffen? Uh, Giffen, Plot and Breakdowns, Grant Script, Bisley Art. There we go, Bisley Art. Lovern, Kinzierski, Colorist, Todd Klein, Letterer. And, of course, the cover was uh, done by Bisley. Yeah. Alrighty, so we open with... Uh, I love this line. In a seedy hotel, in a seedy town, on a seedy world... The seeds of psychotic violence are sown. <laughs> it's so, like, poetic. <laughs> it's like a fairy tale. And we got some little robo-dragon bugs flying around space. and and uh, That one looks like a dragon skeleton. Yes. The one on top with the guy sitting up, yeah. up, above it. He's not even inside of it. That's true. He's not even going to rain. Like, he's not even deigning to ride in it. He's sitting above it. <laughs> That's funny. All right. So we get a word bubble. You just keep watch out here. No one goes into the room and she don't come out. You got that straight, Gus. And Lobo is explaining things to little Gus, who's a little yellow dude with a little propeller on his head. And... uh <laughs> This page is great. Like he busily is doing like his. Who is it? Like DiCarlo, not Mike DiCarlo, Dan, Dan DiCarlo, like the Archie artist where they've got like just random faces, close up of faces. Yeah. And there's, there's parts the... of it. There's parts of it that remind me, like, especially some of the figure work reminds me of what, what was the guy on uh, Sam and Mystery Theater? Was it Guy Davis? Guy Davis. He yes. Was the, he was the principal artist on that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it yeah. reminds me a bit of that, like just that really sort of thin line. And, yes. um, and de- you know, <clears throat> Very detailed, deep. but different looking faces. Yeah. 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 Because we've got a couple of them here. And, and they, they amount to nothing except they're eye-catching and cool. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the little guy, little Gus, is saying, sure have, sir. Nobody in, nobody out. I got to make one quick call. I'll be back in five. I'm trusting you on this one, Gus. Count on me, sir, 100%. And we know that's going to go real well. Yeah. Just don't <laughs> screw up. I've had a rough day. No sweat, sir. Gosh, this must be one tough customer. She's a school teacher. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I love the look at the, the innocent look on Gus's face. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So Lobo, yes. maybe not the best choice. Just saying. <laughs> maybe not. Yeah. 
fragging broad, slowing me down like this. She's turning a seven-hour shuttle into a damn marathon. Folks that frail should be drowned at birth. From one creep to another, I gotta check in with Docs. Anybody would think he didn't trust me. Now where's the phone? And he spits. And he goes and finds the uh, innkeeper or whatever, the hotel manager. He's ringing the bell. All right, all right, it's a bell, not a bloody jukebox, moron. And then he comes out and he sees it's Lobo and his eyes just... He just freezes because he realizes he's made a horrible mistake. <laughs> yes, he has. <laughs> definitely, definitely picked the wrong day to get wise with me. Why can't folks be more civil? <laughs> and we're seeing, Yes. Yeah, we're seeing Lobo with uh, bloody... Everything? Yeah, he's he's... He's a little drenched in blood, and I don't think we ever meet the manager again. But he did get his Visaphone, so, you know, yeah. that's that's all yeah. to the good. <laughs> I guess that counts as payment to Lobo, maybe? Totally, totally. <laughs> Lobo doesn't kill people he doesn't get paid for, the same way the Watcher never interferes. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> they both live in this little delusional world of their own. That's right, Yeah. that's right. <laughs> so we go to Cairn and we get uh, someone asking for Chief Docs. Officer Lobo for you on line 13. Patch him through. Lobo, so how goes the can it? You wanted regular check-ins, you got them. But spare me your pitiful attempts at schmoozing. And Doc says, I assume our prisoner's all right? She's still breathing, if that's what you mean. And Doc says just... The biggest grin on his oh face. My God, it's yeah, a <laughs> yeah, it really is jokery. Make sure she stays that way. I want her here alive. She's not much chance of me forgetting. You told me about a thousand times. Very well. Have a nice day. Doc's out, and Lobo just kind of does a face palm and swears. And a new manager shows up. Hey, pal. There's people here waiting to use the phone here. Or maybe he's not a manager. Maybe he's just an impatient phone person. Either way, he's not going to be around much longer either. Because yeah. <laughs> Lobo growls. And then our next panel shows Lobo with um, a bloody hook that he's hanging on to. You know, his chain. Oh, yeah. And I know little... what he did last summer. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's hand is just twitching down in the bottom of the panel didn't i used to have a reputation he says and he gets to the room and he's like oh no 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 he kicks the door down that lion little toad five minutes five fragging minutes gone both of them you can't trust anybody these days still they couldn't have gotten far won't take me long to track them then again uh, i know the the yeah the note on the door I just yeah. noticed that a minute ago. That's actually on the door. So there is a note. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. To Lobo. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks out and he realizes it, it, it could be a little tough because uh, they picked a, you know, they picked a planet with a lot, not of the mo a lot of people, not the most reputable of people either. So uh, yeah. the police headquarters on this town, on Onida, Oneida, Oneida. Six. Oh, that's where he picked her up from. 
Remember yeah. he killed he killed the uh, right. chief, like a robot with that human head. Right, 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 right. So it's all right there in the coroner's report, sir. Your predecessor did not die of a heart attack. That snake, sorry, that louse Lobo obviously murdered him. Damn it, blast! And the new uh, the new chief is kind of a snake, <laughs> like a literal snake. With no, not even with legs. He's a snake. Um, why would anyone kill Chief Samuels? No, scratch that. I knew the chief. The question is, Chief Rex, what do we do about it? Give Lobo a reward? He did get me a promotion. <laughs> he killed a cop. The foulest crime of all. We can't allow him to walk away scot-free. It's some matter of honor and drill docks and legion be damned. Assemble a SWAT team, volunteers only, top secret mission. Yes, sir, right away, sir. Sorry, sir. We'll skin that bastard. <laughs> I love the uh, the word balloons with, like, the curly Q, snakey. Yeah. Um, it's like the word balloon itself is a snake. Totally, totally, totally. Elsewhere, many pedals are pressed to the metal, and we see uh, a fleet of ships flying out. Jerk thinks he can get away with what he did to us. Jerks. Got another thing coming. 10-4 on that. Elvis, good buddy, but how do we find him? He's taking that wrinkled old bag back to Cairn, ain't he? We can't take him out on Cairn. That's Legion HQ. Everybody going to Cairn has to pass through Legion's only free access zone. So we ambush him just outside of it. You're a genius, Elvis. I'm a trucker, man. Yeehaw! <laughs> we got us a convoy. <laughs> we got a great big convoy, man. <laughs> convoy. <laughs> and that is your musical interlude, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Alrighty. Ten things to know if you ever encounter Lobo. So we get one of those uh, magazine-type pages. The mind of Lobo is a wondrous thing. He can instantly analyze any opponent, weighing up their abilities and defenses perfectly, giving him exact knowledge of their Achilles heel or weak spot. Lobo is a man of his word. If he makes you a promise, he will stop at nothing to keep it. If you don't want him to keep it, he'll probably kill you rather than renege. <laughs> Lobo has perfected in himself an amazing tracking ability. If he's met a victim once, no matter how fleetingly, Lobo can trace him anywhere in the galaxy. He's rumored to do this by tuning into a person's aura or individual vibrations. That's awesome. It's because it's the most <laughs> um, airy fairy kind of thing that you would, know. that you would think of, and that's the way he. Uh, you know, it's the kind of thing he would be making fun of. Totally. And, uh, but that's the way he tracks people. <laughs> that's right. He's very hippie, very uh, loosey-goosey. Very dippy. Yeah. <laughs> <Very> dippy. <laughs> Lobo's favorite color is sepulcher black. Sepulcher? I think that's how you say it. Something like that, yeah. Sure, why not? That's one of those words you read in your head and you never, ever read out loud. Sepulcher. It's it, it, whatever whatever you're, you, you've got. the, the it, It's phonetically right, even if we're not... Um, uh, yeah. putting the emphasis on the right syllable. Yeah, it's, it's black. <laughs> it's like real, real black. <laughs> There's none more black, as uh, Nigel Tufnell would say. 
<laughs> That's right. Lobo's I'm bite. doing all these all these references I'm doing tonight. It's for the kids. <laughs> That's right. That's right. For the young ones. <laughs> well, Lobo's Lobo. about. for the kids. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. His bike is a customized Spaz Frag 666 or 666. Yeah. It boasts a miniaturized 17-liter power plant with three times turbo and full hands-off facility. Zero to 60 is in instantaneous, and top speed is a cool several million Ks per minute. It runs on unleaded. Oh, that's good. That's good. Aw. <laughs> yeah, no diesel for him. <laughs> Might hurt the fishies. Yeah, totally. Yes. Lobo would rather kill someone than let that person help him on a job. Lobo despises fellow Legion 90 member Garen Beck, and to a lesser extent, all the other Legion members. He only sticks around because of a promise he made to Vril Dox. Lobo's idea of the perfect night out is too bizarre and illegal to go into here. <laughs> Lobo's most used exclamation is Fetal's Giz. Yeah, diminutive turkey of, early. <laughs> yeah, Fetal's Gizzard or Stomach. Webster's Standard Galactic Dictionary mentions an ancient curse of fetal, but says no more on the subject, neither will we. <laughs> Lobo loathes Captain Comet and everything he stands for, including, but not limited to, square jaws, goody-goodies, democracy, flags, the philosophy that ultimately good can overcome evil, short hair, brown shoes, equality for women, equality for men, basic rights, and most everything else decent. <laughs> these these little these pages it, it reminds me of the asides in um, like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of of, of uh, references, sure. yeah, right yeah, here yeah. on the next page. <laughs> Tonight only. It's like uh, yeah, the Pan Galactic Demolition Dance Company in Rhapsody and Chainsaws. Miss them and weep. See him and die happy. The Antares Gazette. <laughs> <laughs> so Lobo's pushing his way in. The ballet. They went to the Fragon Ballet. Ballet. And I just love all the people online here for the ballet. We got the elephant person, and there's a farting dog. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> oh my god, that's too funny. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. the dog sitting there. It goes a little poot next to its butt. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> oh my god, that is so funny. And everyone is heavily armed to go in here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, you gotta be careful. Or no, you can't be too careful. Especially not when the you're ballet. seeing yeah. Rhapsody and Chainsaws. That's right. So Lobo dives through the uh, crowds. Guess they didn't know there's no one I can't trace once I've been in close contact with them. Guess I'll just have to teach him. And he's pushing his way through the crowds. Does he have a ticket? Uh... Why don't you ask him? He goes up onto one of the balconies. <laughs> come out, come out, wherever you are, you pair of no-good fraggers. Bingo. <coughs> and he's looking down on his teacher and Gus. I've heard so much about your world's dancers. It's so nice of you to accompany me, Gus. My pleasure. Glad you told me Lobo wouldn't mind him being a dance fan and all. And uh, <laughs> then the people whose seat Lobo has taken uh, come. I believe those are our seats. Is that so? <laughs> and I don't think we see them again. That, no. Uh, Neither does anyone else. That might be it. Yeah, that's true. 
So then we get to see what this uh, this chainsaw ballet is. <laughs> Love that set, says someone. It's almost Harrimanian. Shh, sit down, they're starting. And so we get to see the ballet dancers. They're in, like, singlets. And yeah. they're, they're doing poses. And then out come the machine guns, and they start shooting around, and... Then the dude, it, I mean, yeah, it's a chainsaw ballet. He jumps up, he grabs his chainsaw, takes off one of the machine gunner's heads, all while perfectly executing a good pas de deux or something. <laughs> good form, at least. Yeah. He's got very good form. <clears throat> yeah, the other guy, uh, you know, he kind of lost his head a little bit. But uh, <laughs> I think but the Harrimanian thing was a reference to uh, the cartoonist George Joseph Harriman, who created uh, Crazy Cats. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah, so he was a big influence on guys like Eisner, uh, Schultz, uh-huh. uh, Robert Crumb, Art Spiegelman, Bill Watterson, and Chris Ware. Um yeah, you can't really go wrong with uh No, that's with a that. good crowd. Okay. Yeah. Now, apparently Lobo's teacher didn't really do her research because she is horrified. Oh, my. Oh, my. This is not at all what I expected. Gus, however, is loving it. He's, like, grinning and, like, holding his little hands in a little clenched fist. He's so excited. I sure hope Lobo shows up soon or he'll miss all the good parts. And, oh, look, we do get to meet the people again that Lobo has taken their seats. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> they're not looking too good, mind you. They're, no. They're, uh, they've seen better days. <laughs> Lobo, however, is kind of impressed. He's like, hey, that didn't have bad. Nice moves. And messy. Hmm. Maybe I should sit back and enjoy this a while before. Feels gives what the hell am I thinking? Okay, yo-yos, it's payback time. <laughs> His teacher's like, oh. Oh, my. Wait till you see their waltz, says Gus. And he's just entranced. And his oh, little, yeah, uh, he's loving it. propeller is, like, really going. <laughs> Until hey Lobo now. lands on him. <laughs> yeah, Lobo just jumps down. Yo, Gus. And we get a big squish. And his teacher is, <gasps> gasp. You've, you've squished that poor man. Lady Ayata. And then he's, like, caught off guard by the ballet. And they're all like, bravo, encore, huh? And everyone's clapping and giving him like a standing ovation. Oh, great. Exquisito, dazzling, impromptu performance, sir, encore. And he he just grabs his teacher by the hair. Come on, frag face, we're out of here. Ow, my hair, why are you so angry? Listen, lady, I told him to keep you. But I left you a note. Oh, yeah. I'll give you something to note. So how'd you persuade Gus? No, don't tell me. You guilted him into it. And there's a blam and a bullet goes racing by his face. And Lobo turns. Where do you think you're going, hotshot? Someone asks him. Nobody upstages us. Nobody. And Lobo just kind of spits on his little uh, chain. Look, guys, I'm kind of busy right now. See, you've gone and made them angry, too. Zip it, you. (laughs) It's time you learned what art really is. It requires suffering. Mm -hmm. 
Sheesh. You try to be nice. Don't go away, Teach. And he slaps her and uh, probably conks her out for a little while. And then he gets into the uh, ballet. Okay, sucker, show me your best boogie. And he dives in there and he grabs their chainsaw by one hand and kind of throws it right back at them. We get like some good bapping and smooshing and whooshing. Lots of fights. Lobo gets uh, a mallet to the face and like a, what do you call that? A spiky thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's, uh, it looks a bit of a. Uh... It's like a, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right to the chin. To the face. To the face. Which, of course, the audience loves. They're clapping. They're asking for more. The uh, ballet artists are laughing at Lobo. Smatter, fancy pants. Wishing you'd sat this one out. And Lobo just grabs his chain and he growls and they uh, gulp. <laughs> Have it your way, guys. We bop till you drop. And Lobo just, yeah, he goes into the, he goes into them with, with, a, with like, without abandon. He just rips them apart and blood is everywhere. May I have the pleasure? Last dance, anyone? <laughs> we see um, just arms and, and. We turn the page. There's like a pile of bodies and a pile of chainsaws. The audience loved it. They're like magic, pure magic. Lobo's <laughs> walking away, wimps, with his teacher flung over his shoulder. Um, we check in on the bounty hunters, I guess, who are uh, who have been tasked with the job of of picking up Lobo. Oh, these are the uh, Lobo bikers. Oh, you're these right. Are the, the fan club. These are the fan club folks. You're right. The Lobo. I don't know what to call them. Lobo fan club for now. Yeah. <laughs> Until I come up with Lobo riders. Like, the Lobo riders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well. Looks like you was right, bro. Of course I was, sick bag. Heard it over my comm link. Them redneck mothers is going to ambush the main man. So do we, like, trash him? You crazy? The bow can handle these losers. He might take offense if we tried to help anyway. <laughs> the bow. The bow, that's right. <laughs> we'll tag along behind him, just nice and quiet, just in case. Besides, how often do you get to see the man at work in the flesh? Wee-hoo! And they fly off. Elsewhere, we get the, uh, the police crew. What do you mean, he's not anywhere along the route? Scan turns up nothing, sir. He must have deviated from his logged course. Deviation isn't that typical. What are we going to do, sir? Turn back and leave a cop killer on the loose? Never. We head for the free access zone. Whichever route he's taken, he has to end up there. We'll ambush his ass. <laughs> Stand ready for hyperdrive. Let's do it. And so they hyperdrive away and somewhere else. Winnie, we've set course for Cairn Access. Oh, these are the old ladies that we met mm -hmm. last last uh, month. Yep. ETA, shortly after afternoon tea. Cupcakes or shortcake? <gasps> Cookies, please. And strawberry jam. 
We'll need to build our strength if, we sh- if we're to show that smut-peddling biddy what for. Run a complete systems check and find us a decent area for an ambush. All weapons primed and ready. And she looks exactly like um, Adelaide from Different Strokes. Again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> for the kids. For the kids. Um, uh, but yeah, Nedra Voles was the actress who played her, and that's yes. who she looks like here. Yeah, totally. I'm, I'm thinking older version of Tangia from Poltergeist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can see that as well. Yes. Yeah, that yes. one was sort of popping into mind as, as just as you started <laughs> to say it. Yeah. Uh, she's having her tea, but she's also saying, call my grandson. Tell him I may be a tad late for our little trip to the zoo. One more I owe that sow. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, Lobo's uh, teacher is awake. <laughs> Sitting behind him on, on his uh, bike. And we see that she's lost, oh, lost a leg. She's lost a limb. <laughs> They'll grow back, you know. I may have lost my ability to replicate with their advancing age, but I can still self-heal. Don't you think you were a little extreme? I mean, that doctor's instruments didn't look very clean. I could come down with a nasty infection. Heaven forbid, at least now you'll stay put. <laughs> tsk, tsk, tsk. You always did tend to overreact. Lady, please. Next time it's her fragging tongue. I heard that, young man. he flies off and we check in with uh, Vril Docs Pan Galactic Dance Company's finest hour surprise impromptu performance rave reviews Uh, Docs is like "Mm, very amusing Chief Docs sir what is it new intelligence sir with regard to operation removal put it on the big screen Legion report classified vigilante elements in Oneida 6 police force reported to be engaged in wildcat revenge mission against Lobo. And Vril is smiling. He's like, excellent, sir. Send internal affairs to Oneida. I want that police force purged. I will not tolerate unofficial action. Now, Let's add this to our other data and take a look at the big picture. And he presses a button. And we see all of the various characters are getting ready to converge on the access zone. We have Lobo flying in. We have the trucker convoy. We have the Sons of Lobo. There we go. They've got a name. Sons Sons of Lobo. Lobo. (laughs) Makes sense. We've got the Oneida Police SWAT team, and we've got the Legion of Decency, and they're all converging, getting ready to approach the uh, access point towards Karen. Oh, yes, says Docs. Everything coming together perfectly. Mm. Mm -hmm. And that is the end of this issue. Oh, my. Yeah. Docs has plans. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, even his own book, Lobo can't get away from docs and his manipulation. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I, again, enjoyed this far more than I thought I would. Same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything, you you know, and, and, and actually, you know, it's funny. Like I'd say, I've always kind of struggled with Bisley's art. I find it so busy, if you'll 
if you'll pardon the expression, um, that, um, it, that, that it's sometimes distracting, but, you know, reading this the last, the last couple of weeks, it's like, yeah, that's a lot more, um, a lot easier to, to get behind than I thought. Mm-hmm. Well, and maybe his cover work is different just yeah. by nature of it being cover work than his, than his interiors. Yeah, and it's interesting that he, you know, he's he's not a, a one size fits all guy. Like it's um, it's neat how uh, his his style it varies from his painted work and that. Mm. It's, yeah, it's really very neat. much so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And no, this is I'm having a lot of fun with this because it, it's giving yeah. Giffen a chance just to go completely absurd. He's like, "Yep, Legion of you know old grannies, you know, having their tea and cookies and ready to kill people." Yep, sure, let's go with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Nice. All, All right. right. We will do more of that next week. Um, in the meantime, I do have some feedback. Right. All right. All right. From across the pond, our friend David Spofforth uh, comments on episode 26, which was the I Derlin episode. Um, yeah. He says, hi, all. Want more inf- informa- info about Richard Pierce Rayner? Why, yes. Yes, we do. He says, totally. um, he says, I was browsing through issue two of comic scene magazine uh from may 2019 last night oh they've got a, a different oh that'd, that'd be interesting um and it just happened to have a feature about him and his favorite work uh, about him and his favorite work the 16 years from 2000 to 2016 that he spent at the artist in residence at his beloved middlesbrough football club as well as illustrating scenes from recent games, he serialized a history of the club in the match programs. That's neat. Hmm. See, now it's got me thinking about Ted Lasso. So um, <laughs> can't go wrong with that. Yeah, right. Um, that's really cool. You know, it's interesting. I, I mean, obviously, he's doing this more for the for the, the programs, but I think David had mentioned. A, a few years back, he he mentioned something about um, there being a football comic um, um, that had been running for ages. And um, David, if you get a chance, remind us about that because I'd I'd be interested to see that. Um, anyway, um, so there we go. A little more about uh, Richard Pierce Rayner. Wait, wait, there's more. Um, all right, commenting on last episode, Frag and Lobo, The Last Zarnian, Part 1, Portrait of a, of a Psychopath. Um, he says, hi, guys. You've not seen Blake 7? You need to correct that pronto. If you like <laughs> 70s Doctor Who, I do, yeah. He says, then you will like this. It shares, actually, many of the same writers, directors, and, indeed, props. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Beeb was nothing if not cheap. Um also, the character of Avon, played by Paul Darrow, especially when he takes over as leader in seasons three and four, is Vril Dox come to life. Cheers. <laughs> so that, 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 there we go. There we go. Hey, that which also reminds me of... Um, was talking about this um, with, with the guys on the other show um, after we did that last episode. And... Um, and Michael mentioned to me that uh, there had been a short film, and I sent it to you guys, of uh, the paramilitary Christmas special. Uh, it oh, was yeah. done as, as a project for one of the uh, American Film Institute courses. And um, so, uh, so yes, 
you can find it on the YouTube's kids. It's uh, it's a hell of a thing to see. Yeah, just and, look and uh, type in Lobo Paramilitary and it pops up. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's fun. Yeah, I watched it last night. <laughs> um, oh, and he says, um, he, he comments again, he says, oh yes, and the character of Vila in Blake 7 is Garen Beck. Uh, so there we go. So uh, so sounds like it might have been a bit of an influence on um, on, uh, on on the book. So so there we go. Anyway. Oh, and I got a little bit of comments, at least about posting that up the last episode, though, where we did Lobo one. Yeah. On Twitter. Uh, if you don't if you remember the description, it ends our description before it ends. If we were surprisingly entertained by it all. Well, Peter Rios replied saying, because he's a lovable bastard. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. And um, Jeffrey Brown on there also retweeted it and saying, call, calling him the pansexual queer leather daddy space biker of love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. That's but also thanks, very guys. good. Yeah. More global to come. That's right. At least two more issues. Yes. What issue of comic scene did he say that was? Um, I think he said May 2019. So it's not the comic scene that you and I are thinking of, which which was one that, or maybe I don't know. Uh, it sounds like this is a UK comics magazine. Oh no, I no, I know which one it is. But they did a Kickstarter oh. earlier this year where they did like a uh, four hardcover books, each one, no, uh, four books in like a slipcase. Each oh. one covering a different year from like the last fifty or sixty years, and they want to, they want to potentially maybe do one for you know keep doing that every year like four more years. So I did that and I got like so I have, they're gonna be coming in later on this year or early next. Oh, year. Oh, that sounds amazing! <laughs> but they also sent a coat over like a lot of people when they do Kickstarter send over some free stuff. So I got a a digital a whole bunch of the digital copies of the first year of uh, their comic scene from 2018 to ends in 19. So it's not that one. Because you said it was issue two from 2019. The issue two I have is 18. Oh, oh okay. But it, is the, but it is the British one. It is the UK one. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah, I um, I, I do remember that that uh, that old se- old series, but I, I wasn't aware that the uh, the name had been revived. And, yes. Uh, yeah, because it it was like a Starlog, uh, like part of the Starlog group, the old one. Um, yeah. I I had a couple issues with that because I remember they used to do a whole thing like about all of the supposed movies and TV shows, you know, that are going to be coming right. up in comics, everything that was all the deals that were made. But, you know, of course, most of them never came to light. Yeah. And I remember one of that one, one of those uh, having, you know, like um, John West, the John Wesley ship flash all over the cover. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so that gives you an idea of the time frame. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, um, well, I got to look into that because uh, certainly this um, uh, this the, the, I, I, I'm, I'm really intrigued by this whole thing with uh, um, Richard Pierce Rayner being the uh, artist in residence for uh, for his his football club. And uh, and that just sounds really cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What yeah, does yeah. that means? And I think it it means it's as simple as like we're gonna have you draw some stuff for the program and um and and uh, and you know and yeah I guess like you, you know they they would 
essentially hang a, hang a bunch of the pictures he did of of current matches. I I, I don't know. Like that's this is fascinating to me. It's just, uh-huh. uh, it's just such a neat thing. Anyway, so yeah, comic scene can be found at comics scene at uh, comic scene dot org, and um, and there uh, yeah there it is. Um, Roy of the Rovers, that's the one he mentioned a couple of years ago. That's oh yeah, I remember hearing about that. Probably yeah from, yeah yeah from him. And um, and I would bet that the issue that that features that is the one that um, um, has this story. But yeah, so it was like. You know, happy 70th to Eagle and Dan Dare. And, of course, Eagle is where um, a lot of the Alan, early Alan Moore stuff came out. Um, of course, there's a, a Judge Dredd cover. <laughs> yeah, um, totally. Yeah. The Joker, Batman. See, they, they do it, too. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's different than the issue, two I have in the, for the, the volume that came before, which is all about humor issues it's, it's all humor comics so they it's about Bino and alan moore's bio jeffries and their top 10 brit comedy comics yeah that's cool and yeah so there's a yeah so the may um or so the april 29 issue was issue one and it's the roy of the rovers cover uh celebrating also 80 years of batman um and then issue two has Captain Britain on the cover, and uh, yeah, I gotta, I gotta look into this. This is neat. I just, uh, you know, it's it's especially neat because there there are bits I sort of am tangentially aware of in uh, UK comics, but so much that I'm not. Yeah. And um, you know, I can remember as a kid when we'd visit relatives in England, I would pick up um, a whole bunch of things. But and you know, this goes back to like the late '70s, early '80s, and you know, picking up stuff with Captain Britain, for example. And so when he showed up in um, um, in Excalibur, it was like, oh my gosh, it's Captain Britain! Oh, <laughs> I know that dude. I've seen him. Exactly. <laughs> oh, well, that's all neat. That's neat stuff. So there we go. Excellent. Learned something. Oh yes, the humor issue with Dennis the Menace on the cover. Nice. All right, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shut up about this stuff now. Um, Dennis but the I Menace and humor. Mm, all right. Well, different Dennis the Menace. <laughs> different, not that Dennis the Menace. Oh, okay. <laughs> not the Mr. Wilson. This is Dennis the Menace and Nasher. And um, oh. of which there turned out to be a, a cartoon series. Because one day um, uh, Sarah was looking. I had an old Beano comic kicking around. And um, and uh, Sarah looked at it and she goes, oh, it's Dennis and Nasher. I'm like, how do you know who they are? And she ended up watching this cartoon of the, of them on Netflix. So oh, that's is, wild. Yeah. Is that him? Is that him with the black hair and the black and white, black and red, it's black and uh, red jersey? Sweater? Yeah. Yeah, that's one. Okay, that's the issue I'm looking at right now. Yeah. So he's the main. He was the main character, uh, like the cover character in the in the Beano, which was uh, um, a, a very popular, um, I think, weekly comic uh, for years. Like like. Going back far enough that on um, when Eric Clapton was playing with John Mayall's Blues Breakers, there's a he's sitting on the on the album cover. They're sitting on some steps in, in front of a building, and uh, and Eric Clapton is reading the Beano, and that was a, circa 1965, I think. So it, it it's been around a long, long time, and uh, and that used to be a thing whenever. 
I had family coming to visit, it was always like, bring some Beano's. And uh, so there's a, there's a bunch of them kicking around here. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Alrighty. So other comments can be sent to uh, Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. Or you can head over to the Legion of Substitute Podcasters.com website and leave a comment on, uh, on any of these episodes. Yes, please do. In the meantime, we will see you all next week. Catch you L A T E R S E E Y A. That took me a minute. M I R U P A F S H I M. Dang. All right. I got nothing. <laughs>